Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. We are talking about the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit. And we said one of the reasons why it is important for us to engage on this subject. It is because it is it is possible for you as a believer to be saved and be born again and not know about the person and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. In the book of Acts chapter number 19, we read how Apollos and Paul were in Ephesus and they found disciples there and they asked them, have you received the Holy Spirit? And they said, we did not even know that there is the Holy Spirit. Amen. And he continued to ask them, then with what baptism were you baptized? And they said, with the baptism of John, which was the baptism of repentance. Right? So they were baptized with water. And remember, John, when he was baptizing people with water, he told them, that I am baptizing you with water unto repentance. So as a sign that you have repented. But he said, the one who is coming after me is going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Are we here? So it's very important for us to know and to understand that after we have repented uh, and we received Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, our journey does not end there, but it continues um, until we can also be filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And not only that, the Bible says when the apostles prayed for these disciples, they received the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit came upon them as you are going to see in just a moment. And the Bible says, then they began to speak in other tongues. And we are a church that believes in being filled with the Holy Spirit uh, and speaking in other tongues as the initial evidence. Amen. But, you know, it, that's why it's very important for us to know that I am saying intentionally it is the initial evidence because it's not the only evidence that you are filled with the Holy Spirit. We still need to see uh, the law of the Lord being written in your heart. We still need to see the fruit of the Spirit manifesting. So you cannot be speaking in tongues and be mean at the same time. You can't be speaking in tongues and be full of hate. Speaking in tongues and unforgiving. Speaking in tongues and gossiping. Speaking in tongues and hating on people. We have got to be filled with the Spirit of God, allowing Him to influence us with the nature and the character of Christ. And this morning we are going to talk about the power of the Holy Spirit. We are going to talk about the power of the Holy Spirit. We spoke about receiving the Holy Spirit. We spoke about the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. We spoke about last week the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And this morning we are going to be talking about the power of the Holy Spirit. Are we together? Amen. 
Let's go to the book of Acts chapter number 1 and verse number 8. Acts chapter number 1 and verse number 8 is Enzo. It says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word this morning. We pray that you may speak to us and challenge us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Let me start off by defining power. Let me start by defining power. Power, number one, is the ability or capacity to do something or act in a particular way. It is the ability or capacity to do something or act in a particular way. Because I'm sure you have realized that in life, you might find yourself with a certain desire to do something, but not have the power to do it, not have the strength to do it. It's something that is sitting somewhere in your mind, something that is sitting somewhere in your heart. You want to do it, but for some strange reason, you cannot get yourself to do it. You cannot rise up and get to do it because you lack the power to do so. So that's why then power is defined first of all as the ability and the capacity to do something or to act in a particular way. Amen. Because sometimes you can want to be a good person. You can want to pray. You can want to do certain things in your life, but only to find that you lack power to do so. Number two, power is the capacity or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others and the cause of events. And that is one of the reasons why many of us want to be powerful. It is because not only do we want to influence ourselves, but we also want to influence things around us. You know, it's very sometimes, uh, it, it's, it's sometimes a very painful thing uh, to see things fall apart around you and only to find that you cannot do anything you know, to change that particular situation. So when you have power, when you have some form of power, you can have the ability to influence uh, even the behavior of other people, uh, of course, for a good cause. Amen. And number three, power is also defined as physical strength and force exerted by something or someone. It is when you have the strength to pick up that chair. You have the strength to push that table. You have the strength to drive a car. It is because you have some form of power. And I don't know about you, Bazarane, but one thing I have learned in this life is that each and every serious person needs power. It does not matter who you are. 
It does not matter how old you are, how much money you have, or what kind of education you have. But all of us in life, somewhere down the line, we will realize that we need some form of power. Especially when we look at what power is as we have defined it. I am sure as you are sitting down, you are saying to me, or you are saying to yourself, I've got to get some form of power. If I can have power to do one, two, three, and four, I can be a happy person. So any normal human being, at some point, they will realize that there are certain things that you you will not be able to achieve or to do unless you are somewhat empowered by somebody or by something. Amen. There are different forms of power that I can mention this morning. And of course, this list that I'm going to give to you is not a comprehensive list. In other words, it is not complete. But I am going to give you a few forms of power which I believe are key and they will give us an example of what I am trying to talk about. And these forms of power, some of them are good and some of them are, of course, bad. Number one, we have what we can call economic power economic power so in uh, in other words manification as somebody used to say you know when you have money you are empowered in one way or the other i'm sure we know that in life you know you can find somebody who has well-behaved and quiet, you know, uh, sitting in a corner, not suggesting anything, uh, but until they are somewhat empowered, you know, you know that uncle in your family who never used to say anything until they got a job and all of a sudden, they feel now they have power to influence decisions that are supposed to be made when there is an event in our family. And this is also in line with scripture, Bazalwa, Ecclesiastes chapter number 7 verse 12 says for wisdom is a defense as money is a defense. So when you have got mula, when you have got cash, you are somewhat empowered in life. You know when you speak all of a sudden people listen to you. That's why the Bible says a poor man's wisdom is despised because in a world out there people don't care how intelligent you are you know, unless you are somewhat empowered economically. There are people who are not so clever in life, but because of the kind of money that they have, they are able to influence things wherever they are. Are we together? The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 10 verse number 19, money answers everything. Not some of the things, but everything. Money is an answer. Money can be able to facilitate things that you are unable to do in your own personal capacity. But when you have got cash, unfortunately other people, they use it wrongly but if you've got a righteous heart, you can be able to influence things in the right way simply because you have some form of money. Amen. May I pray this morning that God will empower you economically. That God will give you some opportunities and God will open some doors for you just so that you can have got access to money. I'm sure you will know that as a man or as a husband, you feel somewhat disempowered when you don't have money. 
Many husbands malfunction when they don't have enough income. That's the reality of life. Because sometimes it does not matter how much you are praying in tongues, you know. When you are unable to bring food on the table, it tempers with your confidence as a husband. And if you are married to somebody who is not wise, will somewhat not understand and instead put more pressure And why is this husband malfunctioning like this? It is simply because lack of finance has tempered with their sense of leadership. They feel disempowered. So if you are married, next time your husband faces financial challenges, be gentle as a wife. Be wise. <laughs> be wise. That's not a right time to be a slave queen. But it's time to be wise. Be smart. Help your husband to regain his confidence. Walk that journey with him so that when his situation changes, you will be number one on his list of priorities. It's no secret, I always tell you this, that sometimes even me, when I'm facing some challenges financially, you know, my wife will be so smart that when we are approaching the till, she will give me the card. Her card, that is. When we are approaching the till. What is she doing? She's empowering me. That's why my corner, I don't play games. I don't play games. She, when my corner, I don't play games. I'm no longer a priority. Yeah. Yeah. She sometimes have to remind me, when are you buying yourself clothes? Because yeah. I'm always thinking about them. Yeah. So be smart. Yeah. I'm earning. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have another aunt, at least you will not know. I must behave, ne? <laughs> I had an aunt. Um, I used to visit. You remember when we grow up, we used to magvalui You go and visit. So I used to visit, and she was of course working, and the husband during that time was not working. They got he got retrenched, and I used to hear them fight early in the morning. And she would wake up and tell this husband, I'm earning. What are you earning? I was very young. 
not even saved during that time. But at the back of my mind, I used to say, what a foolish woman. This man used to work and provide. And today, simply because he's going through a rough patch, all of a sudden you are earning. I don't want to tell you how their marriage is as we speak. Manification. Money comes with power. Black economic empowerment. Now we are as mad as a SMS. We are Zizo, man. We are Zizo, Number two, we have what we can also call political power. We know that sometimes when somebody is elected to some political position, it comes with power. Some position of leadership, it comes with power. You are somewhat empowered as you occupy that particular position. The Bible says in Proverbs 20 and verse number 8, a king who sits on the throne of judgment scatters all evil with his eyes. You see, you have not said anything, but your position dictates that anybody you look, you look at, they need to pay attention and be in a position to find out what is it that you are looking for from them. Number three, we also have what I can call academic power. This is when you read. This is when you study. This is when you go to school. Education comes with some form of empowerment. Empowerment. The Bible says Proverbs in Proverbs 24 and verse number 5, a wise man is strong and a man of knowledge increases power. So even as a young girl or a young boy or a young woman or a young man, when you gain knowledge, you are empowering yourself because when you are an ignorant person, you are actually giving away power because those who are more informed than you will dominate you. They will make sure that they control you. Why? Because you are ignorant. You, you don't know you are at their mercy. They know better than you. So it's very important that even as a child of God, that's why even God himself says in his word, my people perish for lack of knowledge. It's not expensive to read a book. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved. Read. Be informed. Know how the world works, king. <laughs> Read. Be informed. Be streetwise. Know how things work in life. You know, <laughs> I'm sure when I say this, you might be thinking, Ah, that's an obvious thing. Do you know that there are people who don't know how to apply for a passport? They don't know where to go, which department to talk to, because it's something that they've never thought about. Something that might be easy. There are people who don't know how to open a bank account. Because it's one thing, you know, sometimes people don't do things, not because 
these things are far away from them or they are impossible to achieve. It's simply because they are not informed. They don't know where to start. I go to Google and the internet and just search for stuff. And just search for stuff. Not Facebook, not YouTube, or just, just search stuff. Read, read up, find an article. Watch a documentary just to be informed about how things work. That's why some of us, our marriages are boring. Because there's nothing to talk about. After that, so. When the husband wants to talk about uh, what Julia said during the week, no wonder he is entertaining young girls outside because they are engaging. So be informed. Have a conversation with your spouse. When he's raising a political issue, at least at least at least, at least, know why petrol is going high. Know why, why, why petrol price is going high. At least be informed. Just have an idea. Russia Ukraine You might not have the details, but you have at least the basic knowledge about how, how things are operating out there so that the man or the woman will look forward to come home and have things to talk about. He lunch, he vests. Kubuyam sevens in he vests. Go lalo, he vests. Auba, aubanja. Ah, slaliness on twin, mamayas. No, no, slaliness on twin. Ah, he vests. Who chess were kissing, who chess were camreni, who chess a dining room, our madota, our gashenbo. You know, I am a pastor. But, but, you know, when I'm home, I want to relax. I'm not always watching one gospel. No. I'm not always watching one gospel. I'm not always be watching two sermons and all of those things. I'm, I'm watching movies. I'm, I want something that all of us can be able to sit down and watch. I, you, you cannot be boring as a, be informed. Know what's going on out there. These are the things that become conversation starters in your marriage. Because you know, there are three things I want to talk about today. You know, number two, you know, 
I want the agenda and I'm planning Pray for me, Mazalan. Nazing Sashumaela Samoa after the service. Pray for me, please, to be well behaved. The Bible says a man of knowledge increases power. A woman of knowledge increases power. You can be able to be a woman of influence at home. Why? You are informed. You are smart. You can be able to hold an intelligent conversation. I, 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 the only thing is, that's the only thing you know how to, uh, so you, the only things is when you are talking to your girlfriends. But when you're supposed to engage, I mean, listen, I want to talk about something that is going to build the both of us. That's why I get confused all the time. When my wife says, I don't know what to look for. So I'm giving her a husband answer. Yes, it's beautiful. And then you will see her wiping it off and changing. I know, I know, I missed it. Because I am uninformed in that area. <laughs> so I always give husband answers. How is this shirt? It's good. It's nice on you. That's a husband answer. And then you see her changing it. I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't have asked me from the first place. <laughs> Number four, and then there's what we can call supernatural power. Supernatural power can be satanic. This is where we get witchcraft. <laughs> this is where, you know, we get all of these evil practices because they also generate some form of power. If you think witchcraft does not exist, one day you will wake up to that reality and I pray that you will be in good standing with God so that he can protect you at that point. That's why then the Bible talks about how, you know, Satan has some form of power and he gives it to whosoever he wants to give it to. In Luke chapter number four, after Jesus was tempted by him, in verse number six, the Bible says, and the devil said to him, I will give you all this realm and it's its glory in the Amplified Version. And then he says, its power and its renown because it has been handed over to me and I give it to whomever I wish. So power, Satan has some form of power and when you can connect with him in one way or the other, whether through witchcraft practices or any other evil practices, he can also empower you. He can also empower you. So that's why when we are saved, the Bible says we have been delivered from the power of darkness into the kingdom of God. We were under some form of power when we were not in a good relationship with God. And then we came and we became the children of God. And then we were empowered by him. Can you say amen? And there are people who knowingly involve themselves in such practices. 
Where they will, you know, practice certain things just because they are looking for power. Because everybody, just like I said earlier, everybody knows that somewhere down the line, I have got to be empowered in one way or the other. And in most cases, people will do whatever it takes. They will kill if they have to. They will offer sacrifices if they have to. They will cheat. They will lie. Why? All that they are looking for is power. People will use their power political positions to influence people. Why? They want to be powerful. People will use their money wrongfully. That's why even today, there are many children who are involved in prostitution, human trafficking. Why? Because somebody who has been empowered economically is using that money in a wrong way, but he is getting the results. Why? Because the money is empowering them. That's why God wants to give you and I money as the righteous people. The Bible says better is the little that the righteous man has. Why? Because with our money, as God empowers us, we are able to use it for the right cause. May God arise in our nation and just cause all of those who are using their money wrongly to be broke and to live in poverty. May they lose all the resources that they are using to cause our children to get out of the way. In the name of Jesus, we bind them. In the name of Jesus, we rebuke them. In the name of Jesus, that in those schools that they will be casted out selling drugs to our children, we come against that spirit. In the name of Jesus, those who are selling alcohol to our children, drugs to our children, dacha to our children, trafficking our children, prostitution our children. We are binding them. We are coming against them in the name of Jesus. We say our schools will be free. Our streets will be free. Our cities will be free in the name of Jesus. Because not only are we going to come with economic or political power, but we come with the power that is in the name of Jesus. The name that is above every other name. That is the sound of the name of Jesus. Every knee will bow. Every drug lord will bow. Every terrorist will bow. In the name of Jesus. May we be empowered to build safe schools. May we be empowered to build churches. May we be empowered economically to be able to establish our cities and our nation in the name of Jesus Christ. True and ultimate power. Basalonic exclusively belongs to God. Hallelujah. The Bible says even, you know, in Psalm 145 and verse number 10, all your wax shall praise you, it says, O Lord, and your saints shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk of your power. So not only does the devil have power, but also the God that we serve is a powerful God. The Bible says he is the God God of power. Amen. He's the omnipotent God. There is no form of power that God lacks. If it is economic power, he has. If it is political power, he has. If it is supernatural power, he has. And that is the God that we serve. 
We are not just serving our God just for religious purposes, Mazalwan. But we are serving God so that we can be empowered by Him. We are serving God so that God can give us the very same power that He has so that we can use it for His benefit. In Psalm, 1, in Psalm 62 verse number 11, the Bible says, God has spoken once, twice I have heard this, that Power belongs to God. I am here to tell you, Barcelona, that power does not belong to men. It does not matter how powerful a politician can be. It does not matter how powerful that person who is rich can be. But as soon as we, as the children of God, can rise up and trust and have faith in the God of all power, God can empower us to be able to dethrone people. I am provoked a church in this season that will know how to rise up and use your supernatural power. The Bible says our God changes seasons. He can put kings and remove kings. As the church we can rise up and engage our power to remove and to dethrone a corrupt government. The Archbishop Tutu warned and said, I'm warning you. He said, we will pray. <laughs> he said, we will pray. He said, I'm warning you. And, and it seems as if, Barcelona, even we ourselves as the church, we are not believing in the power that we carry, in the power and the authority that we have. The Bible says we shall decree a thing. It shall be established unto us. It says when there is a falling down, we shall say there is a rising up. Death and life is in the power of our tongue. We can rise up and decree. We can speak over this nation. We can say we can say over this nation, oh you dry dead bones where there is no hope, where there is corruption, where there is all sorts of things. But we as the church we can rise up and begin to prophesy over this nation and this nation can come back to life. Why? Because we have the supernatural power of the most high God. Are we together? And God not only only does he have power, but he gives his power to his people. So he does not just to have power and sit in heaven and be the only one who has power. But God wants to give his power to his people. He does not want us to have a form of godliness that denies his power. He wants to give us godliness, but he also wants us to have the power. He wants us to be Christians, but he wants us to have power. He wants us to be meek, but he wants us to be as strong and as bold as a lion. He wants us to be, you know, as 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 as, as good as the as the doves, but he also wants us to be wise as serpents. Let me tell you, you, you need to understand that even as you are speaking in tongues, but there's power locked on the inside of you. Even though you can be humble yourself and sleep on the floor and be crying in one minute, but you can rise up the next and begin to roar in the spirit. 
the Lord Jesus Christ gave power to his disciples. In the book of Matthew chapter number 10, he called them to himself. And the Bible says he gave them power over demonic spirit. He gave them that power. In other words, so that when you go and preach the gospel, you can realize that you have the power and the authority to cast out devils. You have the power and the authority to bind the demonic forces. That's the kind of power that we possess. That's the kind of power that we possess to chase away the devil where he does not belong. We have the power to cast out the devil out of our nation. We have the power to cast out the devil out of the schools. We have the power to cast out the devil out of our cities, out of our communities, out of our marriages, out of our families. We have the power and the authority. We have that power. And when you received the Holy Spirit, power began to be at play in your life. The Bible says those who believe in Jesus, the Bible says he gave them the power to become the children of God. Let me tell you this. I am not just confessing that I am a child of God, but I have been empowered to be a child of God. I have the power of God locked on the inside of me, empowering me to call God my father say i am empowered say i am empowered god also gives us the power that pertains to life and godliness that's what the bible says so in other words i have the power to live this life to the fullest i am not going to live this life like i am a beggar in this world because i have the power of the holy ghost on the inside of me i'm going to live this life the way that god says i am going to live it jesus said in john chapter number 10 and verse number 10 the thief does not come except to kill to steal and to destroy but he says i have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly so I have the power to live life the way that God wants me to live it let me close with this Vazalon. so when the Holy Spirit comes upon us as we are baptized by him Jesus says you shall also receive power and that's another dimension of the power that is available for a believer. Let me tell you, when you become a Christian, you are empowered already. Up to a certain level. But there is a level when the Holy Spirit comes upon. Remember when we started with this series, I said, before you were saved, the Holy Spirit was with you. And when you were saved, the Spirit comes in you. He dwells on the inside of you and he begins to empower you from within. Changes your character. Changes the way that you live your life. But then there's another dimension when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And Jesus says to the disciples, you shall not so many days from now receive the Holy Spirit. He says you shall receive the, the you shall receive power, he says. He says when the Holy Spirit comes up 
upon you. And that is when we see in the book of Acts chapter number 2, the Bible says, while they were praying in the upper room, the Bible says like a rushing mighty wind, the Holy Spirit moved into that room. And the Bible says like a cloven tongues of fire, he came and sat upon each and every one of them. And the Bible says they started speaking in other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. Therefore, you need to understand, child of God, that when you're opening up your mouth to begin to pray in another language, not only are you just praying for the sake of praying, but you are stirring up the power that is locked on the inside of you, the dunamis that is locked on the inside of you. That word dunamis there says he is a miracle worker. It says that in other words, as I am walking around, there is a miracle worker locked on the inside of me. There is a one who knows how to perform the miracles that no man can perform. So in other words, when I am faced with a difficult situation, as I stand up and I lift up my hands and with groanings that cannot be uttered, I don't know what I am praying. I don't know what I am saying, but all all that I know, I am releasing the power. I am releasing the power. I am releasing the power. It might look like I am losing today, but power is released. Power is released. Power is released. I might not explain what is going on in my life. Maybe I'm crying each and every day. But devil, when you hear me pray, I am releasing power. When you hear me pray, I am activating power. When you hear me pray, I am stirring a power that is locked on the inside of me. And this is no ordinary power, but it is supernatural power. It is the power that bypasses all the systems of this world. It is the power that paralyzes the schemes of the enemy. It is the supernatural power how that is going to change my story and give me a new testimony. Amen. Supernatural power. But our problem is that we don't realize how powerful we are. The world has taught us to be humble and shut up and sit down. But sometimes you must refuse to be quiet. You must refuse to be silent. You must refuse just to be humbled where you are not supposed to be humbled. Sometimes you need to stand up on your own and say, devil, I'm tired of you dictating my I am tired. I am tired to live in fear. I am tired to be distressed all the days of my life. I am tired to live in poverty. I am tired to be sick all the time. I am tired to fail all the time. I am tired, devil. I have power that is locked on the inside of me I was told in my family that I am not going to succeed but I have power locked on the inside of me that can erase all of those words I am going to prosper I am going to be promoted I am going to succeed because I have power that is locked on the inside of me. The Bible says it is God who even gives us power to generate wealth. This power is not just limited to falling on the floor, rolling on the floor. This power heals. This power delivers. This power prospers. This power activates breakthrough. The Bible says he has given us power to generate wealth. 
It is through this power that we can break out of poverty. It is through this power that we can break out of the limitations that we have experienced in our past. It is through this power that all of the curses that were pronounced over our lives our family is telling us we are because we did not want to do the rituals that we said to them that is their own power the devil is a liar i have got my own power the difference is that you don't know that when i before i sleep in my room what is it that i do you don't know that when i wake up early in the morning what is it that i am busy doing i have an altar i have an altar that i continue to stay up I am empowered. 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 I am I have the power locked on the inside of me. It is the power of the Holy Ghost. This is not a power of witchcraft. This is not a power of money. This is not a power of politics. But this is the power of the Holy Ghost. Because economic power as much as it is good it is not the ultimate and it is not permanent because as soon as you lose the money the power is gone political power is good but it is not the ultimate form of power and it is not permanent because one day the very same people who voted you into that position will vote you out of it. And once you are out, power is gone. You become an ordinary person. How many ministers we used to respect and call them Mr. Minister. But today we meet them and ordinary people, no bodyguards. In the same restaurants we are eating in, no bodyguards, nothing. Ordinary person, why? No position, no power. But we thank God where the Bible says in every place. And it says always. We diffuse the fragrance of his knowledge. Always leading us in triumph. Because this power that God gives is permanent. Don't sit on it. Don't lie on it. Don't ignore it. Don't overlook it. Paul says, stay it up. He says, fan it into flames. So when I wake up early in the morning and I am on my knees, and even though I am feeling weak in my soul, but my spirit says, pray on. And I begin to open up my mouth and I begin to pray in other tongues. Ramaso kepalo, zapale katuya zaleka. La pataya zaleke betule repal kalfenatos kezike zalamanda ridibikiseta rupalo kesuyata zelebero zakel padose zelependorika zalpana zeleketo zalperato zeketele zelebekoshata kabaya rakatalabasite zepelo katorike zelebero kata zalakata sa zelebero kata Come on, stand up on your feet and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost in this place. Pray even in your own language. Pray right now.
release the power over your challenges, over your problems, over your difficult situations. Rekanosesuka, zaleparo dezike, jezezezilika, zalapaya katile, zelemeskom parkenato, zalibirkano desuka, zalaparia fladri, repikatus kanje, zelepe, 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 liparote zukate, zelepere nebeseta, zalaparada sikete, zeleper condes congeta. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Repalo tesukate, zelepere de sikte, but against principalities. And our weapons are mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting out of imaginations. Each and everything that may try to raise itself above your will and above your knowledge, we cast it down, we pull it out. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, you demon of poverty, you demon of sickness and disease, we bind you right now. By the power of the Holy Ghost, we come against you right now. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Le commando sikete. Le berote sukata. Le perode sukate de besaya. Repelo frate sekita. Lo paro de sikete, ropalo de skoje. Come on, let's lift up our hands. Let's lift up our hands this morning. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.